Hello, welcome to the Marvel Cinema Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Henry. I'm your other co-host, Matthew. Uh, I'm sorry, I was drinking a bit of water. <laughs> and I was a rookie mistake. <laughs> professional. Um, uh, today we are talking about our favourite and least favourite superhero movie costumes. Uh, a wide range of movies. Yeah, you had that right. Yeah. <laughs> a very wide range of uh, costumes coming along there. Um, but before that, just to let you know that we do have an Instagram account at Marvelous Cinema Podcast, where we do reviews during the week and a podcast during the week as well, usually on Monday, but maybe not every week. <laughs> um, we'll try to get out every week, though. Um, uh, we also have a Twitter account at Cinema Marvelous. Uh, do the same thing over there, reviews during the week and their podcast during the week. Uh, so feel free to follow us there or like our posts or even message us. We'll very much uh, appreciate it. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. do you want to... You want to start off with like maybe uh, one of your favourites, maybe. One of my favourites. Yeah. Okie dokie. Um, so I'm going to go for one that I think. Actually, actually not. First of all, first of all, mm-hmm. what do you think makes a good comic book or, or comic book movie costume, or at least what what makes a bad one? Um, do you think there are any any general rules people should follow? I think the rule is pretty much follow the tone of what the movie is meant to be. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not particularly fussed about how accurate the costume is to the comic books. I, I always think it's more interesting to have a director or a, a team of uh, costume designers kind of have their, have their very new and different take on it. Um, I'm not really a person who gets annoyed when you know Batman doesn't have like the the white eyes from the comics. I mean, it could be interesting and well done, but it's not a deal breaker for me or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. I just think. If it fits the world you've created, it at least makes sense for me to believe in it and like it. Um, but yeah, I'm, yeah, for me, it's not necessarily a thing about comic book accuracy. I think you have to get the essence of the costume, but not necessarily just put up from the page onto the screen, if that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. Would you agree with any of that? Yeah, I think I'd agree. It's sort of, you know, as long as it keeps the focus of the tone, like you shouldn't. I don't think you should bend over backwards just to make it a super, a super accurate costume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it doesn't. It doesn't hurt to maybe actually take inspiration from it and try to do something that resembles it. But it's also kind of fun when, when they do stuff that's new. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, all the all the Batman suits, for example. Mm-hmm. They're not necessarily all directly inspired from a specific comic book. Some of them are just. Let's just. We've got Batman. We know Batman well. Let's let's make our own costume for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, totally and also, some some costumes from the comics are like like you said. They just don't. They just don't fit. Yeah. With, with the tone. Yeah. Some of them um, just don't. Yeah. I feel like we often do see that kind of weird thing. I, it's not. It's not my favorite thing. I really kind of dislike it usually. But whenever we get a costume that kind of tries to take a silly kind of costume idea, and then it just says, well, what about if we do it, but we make it leather and add lines to it? <laughs> mm. That happens all the time, and I don't particularly like it very much. Um, I think if you're going to go for a, 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 a weird, wacky comic book costume, you have to go all in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. You can't, like, do anything to soften it. Yeah, it is it is a comic book in, in, in essence, and I think the only time mm. I'd say pull away from that is if you're purposefully making a, like, a very realistic film. Um mm. But even then, 
it's still a man in the bat suit, for example. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how, how logical can it be? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Bearing all that in mind, I'm gonna I'm gonna my first sort of best one mm-hmm. is one that people talk about and talk about to like, but it's not one that you know it's not the first one that people go to. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna say the Iron Man Mark Three armor. This is on my list too. Yeah, is it? I love this oh, suit. Good. I love this one. So yeah, it's the I I I don't dislike any of the Iron Man suits. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they get progressively more CG. You do, yeah. I don't necessarily have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. But looking back at this first film, there's just something special about the Mark III suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it is It is down to the fact that a lot of it is practical and then like a blend of practical and CG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it really sort of... It really lends... Like, like we said, it lends to the tone of the film. Yeah. And... Even if sort of bits come off it, it still looks great. Like at the, at the end when he's fighting a warmonger on the roof, mm-hmm. and he's he's sort of just got the he doesn't have his helmet on anymore. I just I just love that look. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't really explain the specifics of that, but I just I just love the look, and also just one of the one of the best sort of suit up scenes. Absolutely, yeah. In, in, not just in the MCU, but just in general, just the whole. Mm. The music's going for it, and he's looking all looking all menacing, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just being seamlessly slotted in. And, oh, yeah, it's just so good, it's... and it's not like if you look at some of the classical Iron Man outfits, they look a bit weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they don't of, look yeah. like suits of armor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just love how this suit looks. It looks substantial. <laughs> <laughs> like, there, there are the big sort of rounded shoulder pads and you can see all the straps of metal. Yeah. It just looks... It looks like a suit of armour. Yeah. It, it has that and kind they've of... Not, they've, not, they've not tried to smooth it out, which I do think the the, less, the, the later suits are a little lesser for. Mm-hmm. I'm not so keen on them looking so smooth. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I, don't, I hate them. But I just think just the, the chunkiness of this... <laughs> This suit is just, yeah, it, it, it's the best Iron Man suit for me, and it's just, hmm. whenever I see it, it's like a nostalgia hit, I think, as well. <laughs> yeah, definitely. The OG suit, yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I think it's, I literally, I think this is my favourite suit of Iron Man, and I think it's literally, like you were saying, it's that weird thing where it's just an early, not a prototype, but it's just an early mark in the Iron Man suit, like, catalogue, that it's, mm. it's simultaneously like the most like it's the first one that was like oh it was an iron man suit and the, but at the same time it's like it's not smooth and it's not like has it's not like a streamlined like thing to him it's not um it's not just you know he presses one button and it all appears around him and it's just it's pretty much his body but you know with a bit of a red layer on it it's literally like a big heavy bulky suit like you were saying and it's mm. there's something about that and i also think it's it's weird to just kind of describe but i think that the color the very like shade of red that they chose for the first suit is mm-hmm. different than any other suit and i love it um it's a bit it's a bit darker isn't it yes yeah, it's, it's a bit more like purple in some lights um mm. and i really, i just really love it and um i think it really especially in that first film like shot on film and um i think the photographer was emmanuel lebeski and he just has this, he has a great eye for like color, color in those two films that he did, and 
I just love the way that that suit really pops in that film. Like, it really stands out no matter what scene. Mm. Um, which I think kind of does link to, I think I just go to it now, my least favourite in the sense that one of my least favourites is, let me go further, further on to the point where I think it's called the, the Bleeding Edge Armour. Um, mm. I don't hate it. It's just mm. the opposite of what I like about this suit. Um, yeah. I, I think it. I think the entire arc of the Iron Man suit's Kind of it. It makes sense. Like I don't. I don't at all dislike the idea that at literally every movie is going to get an improvement. Um, but uh, there's something about this big hunk of metal suit um, that gets like it gets all sorts of different marks on it, and it gets ruined, and it gets you know it gets scuffed. Yeah, there's all sorts of, like oil marks and like different. I just love the look of it, and I think there's the perfect Iron Man shot. Till, till this day, twenty years later, is in that first film when he um he gets hit he gets uh, shot down by the tank and then stands up and then does the whole dodging in a cell thing. I think mm-hmm. all of that is perfect like imagery for that character and that costume mm-hmm. is perfect. And again, you have to respect it because it did like set the template for the entire MCU in some ways. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm going for this like we're doing the comic in real life, but we're not gonna just you know, have it be what it was actually in the comics, if that makes sense. It wasn't just... Because mm. the comics, like you are saying at the time, or before that, uh, had him, you know, the suit actually did have, like, the underwear on the outside somehow. Like, it still had that. <laughs> um, very weirdly. Um, and, yeah, I just... Yeah, I think there's a lot of great suits. I love the Iron Man 2 suitcase suit. I love that suit a lot. Mm, I'm, it's great. I think it's an unpopular opinion, but I'm quite a fan of the Iron Man 3... Um, flying around in different pieces suit as well, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, there's, there's a special spot for this this first film suit, and I think it's. I also like you're saying. I love the fact that he has to step into a big, full-on chamber to get ready. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's something really fun about that, um, and yeah, I totally agree. This, this suit's a definite favorite mm-hmm. of mine. Yeah. yeah, it's sort of it's cool seeing him just tap the arc reactor, and then it sort of forms around him. Mm-hmm. But I kind of like the more tactile putting the suit on, even in like in Avengers and Iron Man Three, where he has to sort of time it to coordinate himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I still in, in, enjoy, enjoy those, get a kick out of those. But yeah, mm. yeah, I agree. With you mean just having to be in the machine and having to have the machine peel it off him at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, in this um, the first Avengers film when he walks in onto that walkway. And it like mm, yeah. takes it apart as he's walking. I think that's just a cool idea, and I think it's. I just miss having. I don't know what it, it's very it's a very nerdy thing, but I really miss having like a base of operations where in the corner you have the Iron Man section where we have to go to to take off the suit. <laughs> like, yeah, this is very yeah. fun to me. Um, yeah, I yeah I totally agree with this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, would you like to go on to so we're both we're both basically done our, our favorite ones. Kinda so yeah yeah. <laughs> Would you like to move on to your first worst one? Uh, yeah. Um, I think one of my least favourites is it's got to be the Superman Returns suit. It's Oh, interesting. Okay. It's, I think Brian Singer, aside from being the person that he is, he makes mm-hmm. odd choices with costumes in all of his superhero films, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think... Well, I, do, I think we might talk about X-Men later on, but I do dislike strongly the most the Superman suit because it's just so I don't know it's you, there's so many little things I have to go through to explain why I don't like it where the the chest symbol 
like everyone, if you're listening, get get an image up for yourself. Just look at it at the same time. <laughs> um, the chess symbol is like. I'm I'm, I'm looking at it, but I've got it. Up. <laughs> good, good. The chess symbol is like way too small. It's too, way too small, and it's. Okay, I think it's too high. This chest. It's a very weird thing, but it's too high. This chest. Um, the cape isn't red. It's like a brown maroon color. Um, Okay, yeah, I see It's it. also I see made it. out of leather, and I, for some reason, do not like that at all. Is that leather? It's made out of leather for some reason, um, the cape. And the, also, for some reason, in I want to say all over the suit, if you look closely enough, especially on the boots, um, the Superman S symbol is like engraved in the entire suit. Um, and it's just... When it, That's the sound of my chair as I lean forward, look, look, look closely at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's all over the place, and I think it's, I think in like mere moments in different shots it looks pretty good, but for the most part it just looks really, just really over designed for such a simple idea of a suit. Um, it's, it's a bit in every way possible. It's for me, it's like a bit off. Like the yellow belt is just a bit off for me as well, and there's something about it. It looks too heavy for a Superman suit. I'm I'm always a big fan of this. When it comes to when it comes to Superman, I really like his costume to be the simple, just really simple. Um, and with this one, it's just like for some reason it's trying to do the seventy-eight Superman suit, but modernize it. But it just overcomplicated it way too much. And I, yeah, I think also in the film, it just doesn't. I always want Superman costume to really pop off the screen and like really like be bright and like quite. It really just like it just stand out right throughout the rest of the film. I think whenever it soars up. Um, mm-hmm. And I think this suit does not do that whatsoever, and I think it oddly just blends in with like all the weird, the weird color grade on that film where it's all kind of sepia tone and brown. It's it's really weird. Um, yeah, I just I just really do not like this suit, and I try to ignore it whenever I watch the film because it really irritates me the entire way through. Um, he just and it's a shame as well because I think Brandon Ralph, uh, Brandon Roof, um, he looks great as the character. Um, and he clearly went to the gym a lot and built up a lot of weight. But I think, for some reason, in that suit he looks like, I want to say almost too like skinny in some scenes. Like it's weird. I don't know. The suit. Yeah, I see what you mean. It's a weird suit overall to me. Um, I don't like it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Have you seen um the, uh, Brandon Ruth suit for Christ on Infinite Earth? I have. Yeah, the black and like the black um symbol. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that's any better? I think that's an improvement. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just, yeah. I think in general, CW has, you know, weird costumes. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I think that's definitely, that's definitely an improvement for me. Whenever whenever I saw that costume, I was like, oh, that's what I wish he looked like in the actual film. Um, uh, but yeah, something about this costume. And the way they do his hair, like, I get that they're going for the classic like S curl and the superhero and the Clark Kent kind of seventy eight mm-hmm. wig, but I just think that his hair just looks like it's a wig at some points. <laughs> um, this doesn't look good. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I just don't like it. <laughs> it's a shame because I quite like Brandon Ruth as Superman. Same. I think he's. I think he absolutely nails that role inside of a pretty middling film. Um, but yeah, I just yeah, I wish he had a. I wish they tried to, with that entire film, really, Superman Returns, tried to update everything in a really interesting way rather than trying to just recapture something but awkwardly mm. 
look make it look new. Um, yeah, yeah, weird film. <laughs> also, slight side note: I've seen people like fan casting Brandon Ruth as Reed Richards. Oh yeah. Thoughts? I I I like that idea. I guess. I think so. <laughs> I think he'd be alright. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's like, be good. I don't think he's my top number one casting of it, but <laughs> I can see it happening. Me being surprised by it. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. um, should we move on to our next suit? Yeah. Um, shall I do a worst one? Yeah, go on. <laughs> so, so I, I uh, in, in 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 preparing for this, in in culminating or curating my list, I I asked few other people what they thought some some lesser nerds mm. i.e. my parents <laughs> right. and one of the one of the things my mum said is that a lot of um a lot of uh, female comic book costumes aren't particularly good it's true yeah it's true for various reasons mm-hmm. and in line with this one that i was thinking about putting on i have put on one of the worst ones <laughs> It's a film that I still actually haven't seen all the way through. I think I know which one you want to say. <laughs> it is Halle Berry's Catwoman. Yeah, that one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Oh, this is not good. No, not at all. This is not good. I mean, I'm sure everyone everyone sort of has a rough idea of what it is. If you want, have a quick Google. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing it up on my screen so I can... Judge it. I don't know. Just look at it from the corner of my eye. <laughs> You can't look at it directly. I mean, I, I, I would ask, what were they thinking? Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, I think I know what they were thinking. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, we know. Because <laughs> um, um, oh it is basically... It's basically just a bra. It's essentially that, yeah. She's barely wearing With, trousers, really. <laughs> yeah, she's barely wearing anything at all. Mm. Um, and it just sort of typif- this typifies the case of the early on in the early days, and to some extent, it's only really changed in the last ten, fifteen, um, you know, less than ten years. Yeah. Yeah. People weren't kind to female comic book costumes. No, they they did some odd things, and I think looking at this suit, it's it's just like at what point is this even a Catwoman suit anymore? Like. It just makes no sense. Um, I mean, I guess he has cat ears, but it's really it's awkward. Is this awkwardly there at this point? Um, yeah. You know what? You know that, and the helmet as well is not good. It's one of the worst things I've ever seen. Really is, yeah, really is. And I think because of, because it's sort of it's sort of the case of you look at it and there are so many there are so many problems with it. You don't actually look at the helmet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm probably looking at it now, and it is far too big for her. Head. Way too big, yeah. And I and I know that I know that it's supposed to have a hair in, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because obviously you can't see her hair, so her hair's probably in there. Yeah, but it's too tall. Way too tall, yeah. It's a it's a suit that's like she's barely wearing anything, but yet it still seems like there's too much. <laughs> if that makes sense, because like the helmet is so big that you're thinking, well, where's the rest of the suit? Because Surely the helmet implies a big suit. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you, you sort of look at. It looks like the helmet was taken from another suit. Yeah, yeah, and and also I don't know if well you haven't seen the film in full, and I do not blame you. I do mm. not blame you at all. I barely have watched this film once. I think, 
Um, but her skin has this weird thing in the film, especially when she's in the suit, where they're like, I want to say like Photoshop it to be like shiny and like golden tanned. And it's just like, why? Why? Like she's, she's, a, she's a burglar doing a job. Like why is this happening? Um, it just has no... I think there has to be like some sort of midway point between comic book style and uh, like practicality for what the actual point of the character is. Mm-hmm. And this hits the mark on neither. It's just someone thought the character was meant to be an attractive female and they just put her in whatever this is meant to be. Um, and it's really unfortunate. I do feel... I feel really bad for Halle Berry having to, have to wear the suit the entire time. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, same. Like, yeah, it's the disrespect of putting Oscar winner Halle Berry in that. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a it's a bad move, and it's yeah, yeah it hurts to look at honestly. <laughs> it really hurts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get that off my screen. <laughs> Get rid of it. Uh, search for a search Teletubbies instead or something. <laughs> just to have, just to, you know, just to, just to get that off the screen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Dress, do you want to move on to one of your best ones? Yeah, okay. Well, speaking about, okay, let's move on from this to what I would say is, is a very good example of a female costume in superhero culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the, the Birds of Prey um, Harley Quinn costume is very, very good. Um, Yes, and I think yes. the wide array of costumes that she has in that film, and the rest of the cast really is really brilliant. And I think there's a lot of them that I just love. Um, I, I mean, I have my issues with the with the um, the Suicide Squad movie costume. Um, mm, the first series, yeah, Squad. it's oof, um, you mean lack of again? Again, the lack of. Um, it's um, yeah. This this is sort of a weird thing, and I'm not. And we said before we started recording that you're going to see um, Suicide Squad later today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I, I obviously I'm not going to spoil it for you, mm-hmm. but I I would just like to say that the the news because I I've already seen the Suicide Squad the new one. Mm-hmm. Um, that comparing Harley Quinn in the two films, it's like night and day. Really. What they do with, as, as I'm going to say, the costumes that High Quinn has had since that first Suicide Squad film have been significantly better. Mm. But I would just like to say how the, the other night I was sort of, I just sort of st- thinking about thinking about the film, just 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 you know, <laughs> thinking about it yeah, as you do. Of course, yeah. And my mind sort of wandered into Harley Quinn in this film, and after thinking about it, Harley Quinn's story in the new Suicide Squad is weirdly profound. Oh, okay, okay. You might know what I mean, but it's just just wait until you see it. Just yeah. I'm hyping it up. That's all I'm gonna say. I'll let you know if I understand what you mean later today. <laughs> yeah, let me know what you think. Okay. And yeah, yeah. And but sorry, sorry. As as sorry, I interrupted you very rudely. Oh no, no, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, you still, you know, I think this, I think it works around to my other point of like, I think the arc of the character in terms of this house is being treated has been. I would assume, I haven't seen the film yet, but I would assume a pretty good arc, I would say. Like, he's went from, immediately from the get-go, kind of a sexualized character mm-hmm. whose arc in the first Suicide Squad film was so odd. It's like, it goes from break away from your abusive uh, boyfriend to getting a new family to completely ignoring that family and escaping with that abusive ex-boyfriend. And 
so nothing really changed and it was all pointless. It just it hurts to watch that film in some ways, and I think a lot of that for me is definitely in this character and her the way she's handled. Um, mm-hmm. And I think like why why is she wearing those shorts, for example, in the first? I don't still I still don't understand why she's wearing that um, on a. a it's, like, it's like it's just not practical. Not at all. No. I mean, I get she's a psychopath, but mm-hmm. not even a psychopath would wear them. No, no, and I think. Going from that, the birds of prey, and whether it's like the gold jumpsuit and the the pink top, or mm-hmm. the real—I don't know how to describe it—the like the confetti jacket. I want to call it. Um, oh yeah, the other confetti jacket. Yeah, and even like you know, even like the little things that she's like she, the the once like she might wear it once I think in the film when she wears like a t-shirt that says Harley Quinn and like mm-hmm. oh and the last costume the little like the the blue suit that she wears at near like literally the last scene. It's like mm-hmm. a perfect like. Just what this character is, and I think as well, I kind of think with a superhero costume, I think with certain characters, it's best to have a wide array of costumes and not just one. Mm-hmm. Um, I always kind of dislike the fact that in a lot of the Joker's movies, he only has one costume, um, mm-hmm. and in fact, annoyingly, the only one that doesn't have that is Jared Little's Joker. <laughs> um, <laughs> he wears a lot of costumes, and I like that a lot, but yeah, I think going. And looking at, you know, the Suicide Squad movie, I haven't seen the film yet, but I do know that she's wearing this, like, really, like, badass, like, full-on suit, like, the red and black suit thing. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, like, a really cool, like, big, like, red dress later on. Um, and I just think yeah. it suits the character much more, and I think it just, similar to what I was saying before about the first Iron Man film, I think this film, Birds of Prey, was also shot by Emmanuel Lebeski, and I think, once again, his... The way to see his colour and makes it pop on the screen, especially with combat characters, it's just really fun and really interesting. And that entire film was just amazing to look at, uh, Birds of Prey. Um, and again, looking at the entire cast here, you know, you've got like Crossbow and, you know, uh, I forget her name, but the character that sings. <laughs> um, Black Canary. Black Canary, okay, there we go. And yeah, I just think across the board here, they all look like an appropriate and fun mix between really like wacky style and glitz and ball and glamour and then at the same time like this makes sense to wear <laughs> um yeah i think across the board this film has great costumes and great d- design across the board like even production uh, production design across the board um and yeah i think i'm just very thankful i think i want to mention just how thankful i am that the character escaped from her first film. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And I hope that that continues going forward. Um, mm. Yeah, again, I was thinking the other day, to me, to me now, Har- um, Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn is, it's iconic now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. It's Hugh Jackman as Wolverine level, and that's the example I always use, but mm. it's that level. But yeah. I think the other day, I checked, she's only actually been Harley Quinn for five years in three films. One of which is universally hated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. The second one is people are fifty-fifty on it, mm-hmm. and now this the Suicide Squad is probably the first film she's been in that has been universally liked. That's true. Yeah, that's true which point. is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Because I just think of her as Harley Quinn as it's kind of legendary, mm-hmm. and I think it's a, a clear sign that she was always going to be good in the role when in that mm. first film that was not well liked for good reason um it was mm. and she has barely a character to track and a barely a character 
barely any scenes that are just about her, really. Um, mm -hmm. And I think it's amazing that we at least got to see that. I mean, I think it's amazing that that character still stood out as possibly a good mm. point, but we didn't quite know <laughs> yet. Yeah, um, she did. She did so brilliantly with literally nothing. Yeah, yeah, literally nothing. She had nothing to work with aside from. And there are some bad like lines in that movie that she has to, she has to like she has to say in that character's voice um, mm -hmm. that I do not think went well for her. Like I do think there are some lines here and there in the first film which she doesn't do particularly well because I just think they're such bad lines. Um, mm -hmm. And in the again going from that Birds of Prey night and day in terms of just like oh you give her you know a character arc and a film that supports her and all that sort of thing it it works mm -hmm. really really well. Um, and it's mm. yeah, and I think you'll like the fact that in the Suicide Squad, the new one, mm. um, that should be the subtitle now. Suicide Squad, the new one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it it one hundred percent follows on from Birds of Prey. There's no reference to the events, but in terms of where a character is, yeah. it one hundred percent follows on from it. Okay, that's that's great. That's all I wanted from that character. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, Very I'm gonna stop talking about it because you know. I don't want to spoil it, but when you hit the scene, mm -hmm. you'll know. Okay, okay. <laughs> when you hit the scene, you'll know. Okay, that's very exciting, actually. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, that's like I say, it's just, I was thinking about it later on, and I was like, whoa, mm -hmm. that is actually profound. Yeah, <laughs> that is profound. <laughs> very yeah. James No Gunn. more. I have no more on it. I'm not going to say anything else. That's very exciting, I have to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I just think this character deserves, and I think the very a very good parallel will be, imagine if Hugh Jackman's first film was X Men Origins, and <laughs> a similar thing where we would all, we would all be like, I think he was good, but it's hard <laughs> to tell in that film. And I think that's unfortunately where Hollywood started in the movie universe. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But yeah, do you want to move on to your next good one or bad one? I I think I think I want a good one. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, so you know what, it's good at sticking with X Men. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> and this is one that I don't know if people will agree with me on, okay. Um, and that is Magneto's costume in Days of Future Past. Oh, okay. The, I think the, this might be uh, my favorite one. Magneto look, okay. Yeah, okay. The um. Because people often say that they like his costume in Apocalypse. Mm -hmm. I personally don't. I know what you mean. <laughs> I think there's too much going on there. Yeah, yeah. But I've got, I've got a picture of my screen. I'm just looking at it. It's one way he's sort of got his arms outstretched. And he's mm. got the... It's kind of a, the, a purpley colour. Kind of yeah. purpley brown. I think that look absolutely nails it. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I think with, with the helmet, with the cape... And it's one of them that it, it is quite simple. It's sort of it's just a bit of chest padding, mm -hmm, yeah, some trousers. But sometimes you just you don't need to make it complicated. That's true. Yeah, uh, yeah, I um, totally. Yeah, I get what you mean. It's definitely, I would say, one of his better looks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I've put it on this list. It's not. It's not the one of the greatest ever comic book costumes. Mm -hmm. But it's one one example of one that looks comic booky, mm -hmm. but they've managed to keep it in tone with the, with sort of the generalness of the uh, of the film, like a general tone. Like it's not too much, not too wacky. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. But you know, I mean, you can't really, you can't really stray into wacky when you know the predominant color is maroony purple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, there is a truly horrendous one on here that's on this Google page. Mm. I can't remember what day, what what film it's from, but it's like, it's just horrendous. <laughs> It's like a, it's like a red duffel coat, uh-huh. and the helmet's all pink. Oh, oh. is it the one from of is it the one from first class? It might be the very end, like the last scene. It could be, yeah. yeah. Maybe it is, but yeah, that's not good for me. Yeah. <laughs> However, yeah, this I see it now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But this, um, yeah, the this Michael Fassbender one where he's in sort of the stadium and he's lifting shit and. Mm-hmm. Doing that big stadium scene. Yeah. I just love it for how simple yet how cool it looks. Yeah, it's very streamlined, definitely. Mm-hmm. I, th- um, I think that it's... It also has a weird thing, because I think it kind of plagues the rest of the X-Men franchise, where everything looks a bit like leather and a bit too like mm, weird leather. Yeah. And I think this costume is a balance between... It kind of looks like stone <laughs> um, in some ways. Um yeah, I definitely prefer it over his Dark Phoenix look, which was a black trench coat and a helmet. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, do you do you have do you have, do you have a favorite X Men costume? Um, oh, I don't know. I think, I mean, the so, I don't know. The X Men costumes in the films have been so hit or miss uh, from the get go. Um, and they all started off with the same costume at one point. It was always the same. I th- all, all black leather. All black leather. I have. To, I think my favorite one. Um, my favorite, at least, attempt at these costumes by this franchise has been the first class costumes. Um, yeah. The yellow and blue ones. Yeah, I, I agree. I have to agree. I think. Yeah. It, it was, for me, it was like that perfect. Like, okay, we're finally going to do the cult of costumes, and we're doing a comics in live action. Bit practical, a bit kind of comic booky. Got the yellow and blue colors. Um, every suit is, yes, kind of the same, but also, um, you know, it aligns with the character's powers in some ways. Um, and I think that was kind of a very good first step. And the rest of the films just never did anything with it. <laughs> it's really unfortunate. Um, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that was that should have been a blueprint going forward of. Everyone's wearing the same costume, but they're all colourful in different ways and all um, applicable to their powers um, and not just, you know, whatever they were trying to do in the first three films. Um, and I think, I think unfortunately, I think I can never tell if I like the the very last scene in Apocalypse. It's because I, I think I like Cyclops' outfit. I like Mystique's outfit. I don't know if I like any of the other ones, <laughs> um, but it was just, I remember being really exciting back in the night, back in 2016, where we were like, mm-hmm. oh, they're finally going to do the costumes, and then once again, nothing happened with the costumes. <laughs> like, why are they doing this? Um, Is it a deleted scene in the the Wolverine film, where he has the suit on the plane? Yeah, yeah, the yellow, like, Wolverine mm-hmm. suit, yeah. I always find it weird that they never did that once. Like, I would... I know that a lot of the films are quite dark and depressing for, and I guess that, I guess I do understand that you can't, not you can't, but for a while they couldn't see that character being in a costume. Um, mm-hmm. But like, maybe in a film like The Wolverine, 
or maybe at the end of Days of Future Past. Like, I can see him doing it in Norse films. Like, I get not in Logan, I get that, but why <laughs> Why not Why not before at any point? <laughs> um, even even in Origins, out, yeah. tonally, Origins feels like the kind of film you'd have it in. Absolutely, yeah, that would be the film to do it in. That's the most wacky <laughs> X-Men are doing wacky stuff all the time in that film. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, of course, in Dark Phoenix, we have, I would say, they attempted to do a similar thing to First Class with the yellow and blue suits, but it's just a jacket. <laughs> they mm. all wear. It's, yeah. Yeah. Generally, Apocalypse isn't a good one. Not really. Because I think, A, Apocalypse, poor, poor Oscar Isaac. Mm. Oh, yeah, God. It's not great. Jesus Christ. However, the worst offender in that film has to be the Psylocke costume. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that, yeah. It, yeah. And it's weird because I, I was... mean, similar to the Catwoman, how are you going to do that to Olivia Munn? I know, I know. And the thing is, is like because she's rich, she <laughs> she deserves better. Than she that. does, yeah, she does. And I think it's weird that she was, I guess you could call her costume the only comic book accurate one, <laughs> annoyingly, because it is mm-hmm. sort of this, at least the same color. But that's the one you, you chose to do. From the comics, straight like that's <laughs> the say, only one. If, if you look at all all, all the X Men and their comic book costumes, mm. the one you choose yeah. to be accurate, the one you choose that you're gonna copy, yeah, is that one. Why? <laughs> Just why do it? Because um, if you if you Google Psylocke on Google Images, yeah, the first one that comes up is like a, a comic book panel. Mm-hmm. And it might have different different people. I don't know, but you just you just sigh and think that is the worst of comic books. <laughs> it's right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, I'm seeing this now. <laughs> um, yeah, and just yeah, it is a perfect kind of indicator of what the the correct people were thinking in that film, where they were like, mm. we can't do a blue and yellow suit, and we can't put Cyclops in this classic thing, and we can't put Magneto in a real costume. But you know what we can do? We can put Olivia Munn in that outfit. Like, we can do that. Like, that's, like, the perfect example of what their thinking was and how, especially at that point, outdated it was. <laughs> like, this wasn't 2004, it was 2016. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, yeah, just a, a weird choice overall, that entire franchise, really. <laughs> oh, it is. And oddly enough, I would think that the... I would say that the only films that have gotten the X-Men costumes right properly for me is the Deadpool films. Mm-hmm. Because they have a sort of, like, I haven't seen that many costumes because there's only really two characters that, like, show up. Um, but they're, like, the costume that Nega, Negasonic Teenage Warhead uh, wears, that one, like, mm-hmm. it's a perfect, just, it makes sense. It's kind of leather, but also it feels like an actual costume. Uh, it's yellow and black, and it really suits, the like, the idea of the film well. Um... At one point, Deadpool wears like a yellow hockey jersey, saying X Men on it. Mm-hmm. I like, I like, I love that. That's great. Um, and the uh, the Colossus is wearing like a very useful outfit. It's not great, but it's it's just like it just it feels right compared to the rest of the costumes, <laughs> which are just bad. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you agree about the Deadpool thing? Yeah, I yeah, I'd say. It's yeah. It just looks. It's it's the perfect sort of blend of of being comic book accurate, 
mm-hmm. while also not being completely ridiculous. Like yeah. it looks, it looks applicable. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a practical, a practical suit because you've got all that sort of the combat shoulder pads and and what have you. Mm. It, it looks. It's, yeah, it is one of the better sort of X Men universe costumes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and it captures sort of the perfect, sort of the perfect energy of the character. Like that, even down to the colours. Like you said, sometimes the colours can be really off, like in the Superman cape. Mm-hmm. It manages to be sufficiently muted down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, while also still popping. Yeah, it still pops. Yeah, <laughs> it still just doesn't look like a dark red sickly coloured suit <laughs> yeah I know um, what you mean yeah and they also managed to do the whole white eye thing and yeah they do yeah they nailed it and no one really cared about how it wasn't particularly realistic because it was Deadpool and it was and I think again not even just Deadpool I think I think in a lot of these films that you say I can't do the white eye thing or whatever I do think audiences are kind of used to it by now I think they would get along with it mm. like I wouldn't be surprised if, like, in the Suicide Squad film, like the new one, that if one character had white eyes in the costume, people wouldn't really care about it that much. Um, mm. Yeah, they got yeah, they totally just nailed it in that film. I think. Um, yeah, people are people are more open. Our general audience are now more open to more out there comic book costumes. Definitely, yeah. In the tiny detail, like I dare say, if you'd shown, I don't know. If you'd shown, well, I, actually, I don't know because you know the cattle went out. If it was two thousand and four, so mm. that should blow my argument out of the water. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> but stuff like the white eyes, it, it just shows that at least studios are now moving in that direction. Yeah, hopefully, we hope that they do because everyone, every once in a while, they make a choice. <laughs> you can't, yeah, yeah, <laughs> can but hope. Yeah. <sighs> we want to move on to uh, my next one. Yeah, you can move on to the next one. Um, okay, so I yeah, I think I want to finally talk about the Batman suit. And I've always mm-hmm. had a very weird thing about a, the Batman suit. I don't think I ever truly 100% liked the co- one of the costumes like full on. Um, I think there's always a problem I have with them in some way. But I do want to say that my favourite one is actually the Batman v Superman suit. Um, the grey and black one. Um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if you agree. Cause I do understand that it's, it's a bit much <laughs> sometimes. Um, I think, yeah, I just think that suit is, for me, a very... I think it's one of the very rare comic book costumes that attempts to do the cloth fabric at the same time as not being that at the same time. If that makes sense? Like, it's... Mm-hmm. It so, just... so, do you mean the fabric one, not the big metal one? No, not the big metal one, no. The, the Just the fabric grey... The grey, the the one that he wears before the actual fight at the end. Um, yeah, I just think that suit is it is in some time, Sometimes it is a bit too bulky. Um, it's a very Zack Snyder, mostly man thing. <laughs> but I think other than some some moments like that, I do think it is the perfect Batman suit for that character and that version of the character. Um, mm-hmm. And again, it is. I don't think it has, you have to go for this 100%, 100%, but I do think it is one of the very few, like, oh, like, like Deadpool, I do think it's one of the very few, like, that is the comic book on the screen sort of thing. Um, mm-hmm. It's just a bulky version of it that's trying to be a bit more realistic about it. Um, I think ba- uh, 
Ben Affleck has a great chin for the character. Um, I think he suits that costume very well in the first movie. Um, and I just think, yeah, I just think it, it has this very nice mix between classic Batman, grey and black suit, cloth fabric, and mm-hmm. realistic body armour sort of thing going on. Um, and it's definitely, you know, it's built for a more brutus Batman. It's not really, you know, a stealth ninja suit. It's more... I'm going to kill everyone's suit, <laughs> um, which again fits that movie. Um, and I have to mention though that I really don't like the suit that he wears in Justice League <laughs> at all, um, even though it's probably, I think for the most part, it's kind of the same suit. Um, that, yeah, I, I was going to say something similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's something, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, don't, want to, I don't want to be too mean to Ben Affleck. Because we know that he was having some personal issues during the time. But I just think in the next film, in just in Justice League, in both versions, I should say, I think I do, I do prefer it in the new, in, in the Snyder Cut because of the colour grading and just in general, Zack Snyder approach to, the costume, to that costume is very different from the Prince Seventeen version, which was very bright and not did not suit that film, that costume at all. <laughs> um, but I just think that Ben Affleck just didn't, did not suit the suit by that time in the film. Um, mm, no, I think I agree. I think it's... I For me in general, I do think it's a bit too bulky. Yeah. I guess. For a suit that looks mostly fabric, mm-hmm. I think it looks a bit too bulky. And I'm also not the biggest fan of the chunky bat logo. Oh no! I love this. I love the logo. Do you? Yeah, I love that logo. Oh, I'm, I, I, I'm, I actually much prefer you know, sort of the thinner one for the Batman, mm-hmm. Robert Pattinson one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I personally, I much prefer that. Yeah. Uh, um. However, I am going to say that probably one of my favourite Batman suits is the armoured one from Justice League. Oh really? Uh, as in, Zack Snyder's Justice League, of course. Yeah, of course. I think it's in both. Yeah. Um. But the more armoured one that he wears at the end of that, which isn't as armoured as the Batman v Superman, yeah. but it's more slightly armoured. It's armed. like a metal-plated one. Yeah. yeah. And I much prefer that because at least it looks like there's a reason for it to be so bulky. That's true, yeah. I, yeah, I understand what you mean. Um, and I do prefer it to because, for me, the, the fabric one, it just looks... It just looks a bit odd. <laughs> I know. I kind of. The thing is, I know what you mean, Clay. Like I said before, I don't one hundred percent like any of the Batman suits. Um, mm. It's weird. I just don't know what it is. Whenever, like going back to like the Dark Knight and Batman Begins, I think those suits work very well for the for like the films that they're in, and I do like mm. them. I don't dislike them. I do like them. But every once in a while, I'm like, oh yeah, but he's just in the Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. He's just wearing like a motorbike suit. He's just wearing like a very weird. I don't know how to put it. I don't. There's too many separation like plates and all these different things in the Dark Knight suit and the Batman Begins suit is a bit too I don't know, it feels a bit too much like nineteen nineties Batman, even though it's two thousand five. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it does. Um and also before that I think the eighty nine suit is Ooh, I don't like it. <laughs> um I think it's, it's just Again, it's one of them cases where it's just impractical because there is no way he is moving his head. Yeah, there's not. Yeah, he can't. Number one, he can't move. Number two, I just think it's just, it's just like a bottom of the barrel kind of just. I'm going to sneeze. Ah, uh, oh no. Uh, okay, I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay, I'm fine. Okay. Um, no, I'm going to sneeze. <coughs> Sorry. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm um, keeping that in. Yeah, please do. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that the 89 suit is so like, I want to say bottom barrel kind of just stock standard, just get the guy in an all black suit, make it vaguely like a bat and just kind of hope that no one notices that he's in the Batman suit. Um, I don't know how to put it. It's, I just don't like, I think it's, I also think it doesn't fit his body very well, the first suit. Um, <laughs> it's just very odd. Um, Batman Returns is actually a bit of an improvement. I do prefer that suit over the first one. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Like, both both of them just do look, like, especially during the fight scene. Yeah, yeah. It's like, how have you not been killed? Yeah, because you can't move your arm above your head. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just a, overall a very a very weird time period for Batman in all his first four films. Mm-hmm. I, I think in a popular opinion would be that I think Val, Kim, uh, Val Kilmer's um, all black first suit that he wears in Batman Forever is maybe mm-hmm. my favourite suit in all his first four films um, I know it starts the whole trend of an 8 pack and pecs and nipples, I know it starts <laughs> that trend I know it's probably a bad thing and, and to be fair though I have to say I, I never really minded the nipples, I don't really get the whole issue um um, yeah, I, I I never minded it. I think my main problem is just the crotch area. That yeah, that's true. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a choice as well. Um, yeah, mm. but I think looking at the Batman Forever suit, it's just it's like what they were going for in '89, but a lot more lean and a lot more precise, um, and it just looks mm. a lot better to me. Um, but yeah, I think all yeah, I think for me, all the Batman suits have been a bit weird for me, and I think. Even though I really, really do like the look of Robert Pattinson as Batman and his suit, mm-hmm. it's still one of those things where it's very much what they're going for, and, I, and it's definitely very much like not quite. I still don't think they've ever nailed the classic, the classic Batman look, a hundred percent. And I think it's just still. I think it, the best way to go forward is doing different versions. If we're not ever going to do an actual Batman suit, hundred percent right. <laughs> um, yeah. I just think for me, BVS is the closest we've got to that. 100% just do the comic um, sort of thing. What if you threw in the ones from the Arkham games? Oh, they're the perfect ones then. They are the perfect suits. They, are, they, they nailed it in that in that entire quad, quadrilogy, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I think I even love the um, Arkham Knight armoured version of it. I even think that's pretty good. Um, I, I was actually going to say, I think that might be my favourite of the ones. Really? Okay. Okay. I think that's always the difference between is that I prefer the armoured ones and you'd prefer the more fabric-y ones. I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think... Yeah, I just... Yeah. I just like the idea... For of... me, I just I just feel like why it's like in the fabric ones, it's like, if you get shot, you're dead. Yeah, yeah, that's totally... And you are going to get shot. That's Yeah, that's totally true. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, that, that totally makes sense, but I just... I like the idea that he's wearing a fabric and someone in like one line dialogue says, oh yeah, it's bulletproof, don't worry. <laughs> I, I do not mind that whatsoever. Um, yeah, neither do I, yeah. to be honest. I, it, as long as they just make it clear that it is bulletproof. Yeah, yeah. Like the Batman uh, animated series, like he's wearing a cloth suit and I think it just, again, it is animated so it does have a different sense of kind of heightened logic but there is a certain mm-hmm. thing. I love, like, I love the imagery of Batman holding his mask and it's actually a cloth mask. I don't know why. Mm, um, yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah I agree with something that. Something about that that I love. Um, but yeah, Batman's suits have been... I think they've had some bad ones, some middling ones and some really good ones, but I just don't 100% love one of them as the best one, I think. Yeah. 
I don't know why. Look, looking at the months or Google, I do have to think. I think some of the animated TV shows have got the best ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's weird that we've never really had one that has been has been perfect. Like, I I can I can say I have problems with most of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Do you want to go on to? But at least they've given things a go. Oh yeah, they they've tried literally all sorts by this point. Like they've tried, they've done like the blue suit in Batman and Robin, I guess, and they've done mm. a silver suit and all that sort of thing in a metal suit. So they definitely tried. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm. Do you want to go on? Um, to... Let's go on to an Max one. Yeah. Okay. I think we're on one of the worst ones. Um, okay. Where do I go from here then? Um, I'm torn between two. Right. Mm. Do I go for one that? It's not necessarily bad, but every time I see it, I just laugh at it. All right, yeah. Or do we go from one from one of the worst comic book films ever made? Okay, okay. Okay, here we go. <laughs> what do we go for? What do we go for? Pick one. One of the worst comic book films ever made. Okay, Doctor Doom in Fantastic. <laughs> okay, okay, perfect. <laughs> this is... Look, I'm going to come out and say it. This is a disaster. Mm-hmm. It is, all around. <laughs> Um, so if, if you want to get, bring it up on your screens again, this just to me looks like somebody they, they sort of looking at the uh, looking at the, the material they were given, mm. and they're deciding. So what do we do for Doctor Doom? <laughs> yeah, and they they thought, oh, he's got he's got a metal mask. Mm-hmm. He's got a metal mask because what is it? Is it's to hide some imperfection on his face? Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Why don't we just make it all metal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, oh yeah, it's gonna be so cool. It's gonna be so out there. It's gonna be yeah. Let's make it all metal. Yeah. Everyone's gonna love it. It's gonna be. It's gonna be great. It, no, it's not. It really wasn't. It's hideous. Yeah, it's it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. I just don't even know where to begin. Really, it's just sort of. Well, I think the worst part is that the metal isn't even like solid metal. It's just like a weird, mushy. Like, I think the common thing that he was called before he actually the film came out, when we saw Set Forward, was like, it looks like a trash bag, man. <laughs> of just, like, bin bags on top of each other, and that's it. <laughs> I, I can't deny that. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. Just look just, just, just look at the other pictures of Doctor Doom. Like, you see, oh, yeah, big, big flowing green robes, and mm. sort of Iron Man-esque, in a way. Kind of, yeah, yeah. And then you come up with that. Yep. <laughs> he looks more like the Silver Surfer. He does, actually. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He looks like the sort of Silver Surfer in a bin bag. And I hear that they said like, "Oh, let's have the green in there by just having little lights going on all the time." Like that's not how that works. Don't do this. Like the little green little lights doesn't really, not really what we want from the character. <laughs> um, mm. Yeah. There is there's one positive about this suit. Mm-hmm. There's one positive about just the whole look, and that is that no matter what happens, it would be impossible for there to be something worse. I have a feeling that that is very true. <laughs> I'm really <laughs> hoping that it that is true. Cause I don't want to see a worse version. <laughs> uh, like when when it comes to Marvel doing it, if they keep it simple, they've done better. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> That's all they need to do. Mm-hmm. They just need to keep it simple. I would be very surprised if the MCU with these characters don't 
from like literally the get go, um, they don't just do the classic costumes at this point, because mm. like we've had so much up and down with these characters that I feel like what people what people want to see the most, no matter how good the film is, is just the actual characters as they look on screen. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. A very like I I get the reason to make certain things different, you know, mm-hmm. but because of everything we've been given for this franchise beforehand, yeah, just play it safe. <laughs> yeah, play it safe, definitely. The same with X Men, like do their costumes for real this time from the get go. Mm-hmm. Um, There's no need to be super complicated. You have a world where superheroes already exist. Mm-hmm. There's no need to make it super grounded. Yeah, yeah. Just, just play safe, please. <laughs> please. Uh, yeah, I think... Do that. I do think the Fantastic Four costumes in the first two movies are pretty good. Um, mm, I'd agree. The actual blue suits. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, I would say, pretty, like, dead on. I think they're really great. Um, mm. It's just, you know... I don't love the, doc- the Doctor Doom looking that film either. Um, it, it looks clunky, doesn't it? It does. And it gets kind of worse in the second film with his whole... I don't know how to put it. It's, it's less green and more silver and more just silver surfery as well at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. And then you get to this film and across the board, the costumes are terrible in that film. Um, I don't even know. What, they're not even blue, they're black. They're black and they're also just like, I don't even know what they're going for. I don't even think, uh, yeah, I don't know what they're going for with it. Um, I guess they're going for like a realistic kind of containment suit for the powers, but could you not at least end the film with like a uh, a, st- a streak of blue, a bit of blue there? Uh, the symbol of the four, it once in that movie would have been nice, but you know, we got you know, I think the Human Torch is wearing a black suit but with like a radiator panel on him, and some like it's like I'm not sure what it is. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan. It's just a case of they've just overthought it. Kind of, yeah. They kind of went for like, let's do like Dark Knight practicality. What what would an actual guy wear? And if they got that in a Dark Knight, even though he was wearing a very practical suit, he was still you know dressed as Batman. Um, and they just thought, why don't we just go through generic army like black leather kind of weird? I don't even what it. I don't know how to describe it even. It's just weird. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's give Doctor Doom a little bin bag cloak. Like, okay, <laughs> that'll do. Yeah, that'll do. It's not like it's not like he's one of the most popular comic book villains ever. Nah, nah, no one really knows him. <laughs> oh God, yeah. <laughs> would you like to move on to another one? I would love to. <laughs> um, I think it's want to talk about generally uh, just the Spider-Man uh, costumes. Um, mm-hmm. I think my favorite one. Would have to be the the Raimi suit, um, which of you know, of course it is because I'm Henry. Yeah, I love the Raimi films. Um, mm-hmm. uh, there's there's something about that suit where similar to like su- su- uh, Superman seventy eight or the first Iron Man film, I just think they're iconic. Um, I think there's something mm-hmm. about it where they literally said we're making a film that is really just we're going for the comic book vibe. We're going for bright daylight, golden lit New York, we're going for cheesiness, we're going for a villain that was a green actual like goblin mask and all that sort of thing. Why don't mm-hmm. we just literally put on the Spider-Man suit as it is in the comics, but like make it, you know, we have the webbing be raised a bit to have a big, have a big, like a silver webbing. Um, 
I think it works very well for CGI as well. Mm-hmm. I think that I think without that kind of raised webbing sort of effect, that I think sometimes the suits can look a bit rubbery in CGI form. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, which is an issue definitely. And I think this, I think especially the Spider-Man Two suit, um, because they do change very slightly from, from the first one and the second film. Um, mm-hmm. The first one has a has a very different symbol on the back and front, and his shoes on the bottom are like black instead of the red and the red and silver webbing. Um, but I think in the second film and the third film, they kind of nailed that kind of look uh, for the character. Um, I love like the kind of oddly kind of mean eyes. Um, the eyes are like very triangled and not the usual Spider-Man mm-hmm. circle. And I do, for some reason, I, I've always liked that look. Um, something about it. And I, yeah, I just love the suit. I think the only argument I can see against it is that it is a bit bulky. Um, for the mm-hmm. character of Spider-Man, we usually want to go for quite a, a slender, kind of skinny figure. And I think for Tobey Maguire, they really went for just a buff guy, <laughs> really. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's kind of the only drawback for it for me. But otherwise, other than that, I think mm-hmm. it's a perfect suit. Um, yeah, it sort of ties into the fact that um, the joke that, you know, when he when they pull him into the train and somebody said, he's no older than my son. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like a buff 30-year-old man. <laughs> Maybe a son of sporting. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think I don't really dislike any of the suits full on. I always think that they are good. I always actually think that the first Amazing Spider-Man suit is a pretty interesting experiment. Um, mm-hmm. And my only actual issue with that suit is the yellow eyes. There's something about the yellow eyes that I do not like in that first suit in the mm. Amazing Spider-Man film. Um, yeah. I kind of don't... I know why everyone likes it, but I kind of just find it really unoriginal. But the second Amazing Spider-Man suit is just very... It does feel like the first suit again, like from the Raimi films, but with bigger eyes. And I kind of don't like that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah I, I'm, I'm the same. I know a lot of people like those Amazing Spider-Man suits. I don't think they're bad. I don't dislike them. Mm-hmm. I, they're very similar to a lot of the Batman suits in my mind. Yeah, I know what you mean. In the, there's, there's a lot I like there, but for me it's a bit... Because Andrew Garfield is quite a slender guy. Yeah. But I feel like the suit makes him look... Look even thinner. <laughs> I know. Like it look, makes him look a bit too thin. I know what you mean, yeah. I don't know how he can punch anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and... And I think the... I, again, I like the Tom Holland suits, mm-hmm. but one detail that I think the Tom Holland suits have over the others is definitely the eyes. Oh yeah, the, the exp- like I feel with having the lenses, mm-hmm. I feel like you've given you've given him a lot more than any of the suits had because, mm. which again isn't necessarily their problem because, you know, they're practical suits and there's no way there's no way you could put like a lens in a practical suit yeah. because. Yeah, that technology doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I feel like having that in sort of the the, the Stark inspired suits, mm-hmm. I think that's a that's a real advantage because it, it enables you to have like in in the, when you think about traditional comic book panels, you know, if he's shocked, his eyes go bigger, for example. Yeah, which yeah. doesn't necessarily make sense if you think about the suit, but you know, nobody <laughs> nobody cares about that because it's yeah. a comic book. Yeah. Um, and I think that in the Holland suit, that gives it that edge. Mm-hmm. Like, you can have him do facial expressions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which the others, you know, they rely on the, like, the dialogue almost. Yeah. I, I totally agree. I think, 
I think that's definitely my biggest my biggest positive about the Tom Holland suits is the idea that he can finally express with his eyes. Um, mm. Definitely is my favorite thing about that, those suits. Mm. I do think Tom Holland has a... I don't know why they do this all the time, but it's a very weird abundance of suits. Like, mm. he's been he's been in a couple of movies, but I don't understand why every movie he's in, he gets a new suit. I don't understand this. Um, I, Shopping. I, yeah, I guess. And I just... You got you got to stay relevant. I guess, yeah. Also, you know, stay of the trends. New toys, I guess. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we can't wait for the uh, all fifteen of them getting in the new film. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> uh, I, the thing is, I don't even, I don't dislike any of them. I just, I just, I think the only one I don't particularly like is uh, the stealth suit thing. I had the black, like the, I think the night monkey suit they call it as well. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't understand why it happened. <laughs> um, it just popped up for one scene, I think, and then it's done with. And it's, it just feels mm-hmm. to me like the most kind of we need a new suit because toys. <laughs> like it, it, it feels that way to me. I have to say. Um, I understand that. Yeah, yeah. and. I also, to be fair though, I do really, really like the homemade suit that he actually wears in the, the final of uh, the finale of Homecoming. Um, yeah, that's a great one. I think that's probably my favourite, you know, I think we've, we've all, we've gotten a homemade suit in, in every iteration of the character. I think that's by far my favourite one. Um, yeah. It's a, it's like this weird halfway mix between like, he's wearing a, a track suit essentially, but also it has the lenses and it has the web suits. Um Whereas before, it's been very much just he has a mask on and that's pretty much it. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe like a, you know, a shirt that has a symbol on it. But yeah, I think this suit is a, I think the homemade suit is probably my favourite suit for Tom Holland, aside from mm. the actual main suit. Again, I'm not, I just don't understand why we have to have a suit that has the black instead of the blue. It's not a bad design. I just don't understand why we're doing it. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't really hate any of them. I just think, I think the favorite for me is always going to be the classic, just Tobey Maguire in a suit that is just the comic book, but a bit more. I don't know how to put it, but it just feels like the it feels like the most kind of movie version of the comic book. If that makes sense, the Raimi suit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just love that suit a lot. Um, have you got any favorite or least favorite in the Spider Man suits? I I have to I think I have to go with you. I think. I think Spider-Man 1 and 2, mm-hmm. or at least the, the Raimi suits, I think for me, again, partly fueled a little bit by nostalgia. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking for sort of the, the essential, the quintessential Spider-Man look, I, I do tend to think of those suits. Yeah, same. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, like you said, just the raised webbing, the the eyes are... The eyes look a bit weird. Like you said, the eyes look a bit weird in the Amazing Spider-Man films. Not necessarily because of the colour, but because they have like weird holes in them. They do, yeah, they do. <laughs> um, but I think just, just yeah, the, the the Raimi suits for me are the, are the ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you, I think, um, sh- I, I think that's say? my last one. Uh, so do you want to move on to your? Okay, I've I've got two more I can go for. Okay. Um, I've been a bit cruel by putting this in the worst category. It's not the worst. It's just one that makes me laugh. <laughs> okay. okay. And one that I can't, I just can't quite take it seriously. So I suppose it's like a weird in the middle category of 
I, I look at it and I think I respect the attempt. Uh-huh. You've gone for something. Yeah. It, it is comic book accurate. Uh-huh. It kind of fits the tone of the film. Yeah. <laughs> but I just look at it and think it looks a bit stupid. <laughs> it's one of them cases of you've got a comic, comic book a- uh, outfit and it's one that you can't necessarily apply seriously. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a bit like, you know, like, the classic Loki outfit. Yeah, yeah. Like, and the classic Vision outfit. Like, nobody's really, you're never going to see them wear it seriously. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the way they got it in was really clever and really great. Mm-hmm. This, I can't necessarily say the same about. It sort of fits in a weird in-between. I, I feel cruel calling it worst, but it's not. It's not one of the worst. <laughs> right. But it's not good either. <laughs> right, okay. And this suit is the gold suit from Aquaman. Oh, okay, okay. I quite like that suit. So, he just sort of... So, again, I, I have sort of weird feelings about the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's just bizarre in that it's really going for it. It's Yeah, it's going for it, definitely. <laughs> um, and I kind of respect it for that. I enjoyed watching it, but at the same time, it's not... <laughs> It's just weird. I just don't know how to feel about it. Yeah. I... Um, yeah. I, I kind of like the suit. <laughs> it's sort of... It, it's, just, it's just the way he sort of goes into this, this water place. Mm-hmm. And he comes out through the waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> and there he is in this gold sort of bubbly six-pack yeah. top. Yeah. With these massive green scaly gloves. Mm, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and it it just I love that they went for it. Oh yeah, they went for it. I love that they've gone for it. Uh-huh. But I can't take it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I can't if he was to have like a serious moment, mm. I just I just wouldn't be able to concentrate. <laughs> because in my mind I'll just be going it's cold. It's cold and green. <laughs> yeah, it's not. I don't hate it, but mm. I can't really take it seriously. I know what you mean. I think, and I don't know why. I think for me, I don't. I don't like that film at all. I have a lot of problems with it, but mm-hmm. I think just in general, I just enjoy the. And like you said, I think I just enjoy the fact that they went for it, and I think in that mm. film it fits really well. I can't imagine him wearing the suit in. In Beaver, yes, or Zack Snyder's Justice League. I can't imagine. Where <laughs> imagine if he was though. Um, that'd be great. Um, that would be. I'd be perfect. But yeah. Imagine that that flash forward scene where um, I think it's Darkseid kills Aquaman. Mm-hmm, yeah. Imagine him wearing that then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with all that blood around him as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I know, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so that that's sort of my my last of. Lesser one. Mm-hmm. Um, my other one that I had left was one of my best ones, and for me, it's one of the it's one of the best sort of prosthetic heavy outfits mm-hmm. from a film that has a lot of great practical costumes, mm-hmm. and that is Ron Perlman's Hellboy. I've got it in. Woo! Yeah, he has. I always like to fit it in wherever <laughs> I can. Yeah. If there's a comic book topic that comes up, whether it be best or worst, mm-hmm. I either drop the remake in for the worst cases, but for the <laughs> when we're talking about good stuff, I like to drop Hellboy in. Mm, yeah. 
uh, yeah, I thought I just love I just love Ron Perlman. Yeah, in he's this great. Role. And they the, the outfit the outfit's kind of perfect. It is, yeah, I like, agree. Yeah. You know, a lot of practical costumes. Every now and then you think, oh, that that sort of turned that moment there that didn't look good. Mm-hmm. But I think they get it right for the entire film. There isn't a moment where I I, I don't have a problem. There isn't a moment where I have a problem with the suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just looks great. It looks, it just looks perfect. It perfectly fits the tone. It's not too, too weird. It doesn't look fake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I just think it looks great. Yeah, I totally agree. I think it's, I think it fits those movies really well. And I think, I love that he has like, a costume that makes sense. He has like, he's not really a costume, but the fact that he always wears like, the same trench coat and the same shirt. There's something about mm-hmm. that, especially in those films, that just suits the film's kind of tone of like. He's a comic book character, but we're going to treat it. We're going to treat it quite, you know, sincere, like sincerely. But he does wear the same clothes mm. every day, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I think, yeah, I love that. And I think they've really incorporated the stone hand very well as well. Um, yeah, they did. Yeah, um, I love the like, look of his uh, his two save down horns <laughs> that he wears. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I totally really like it. I love that he's got like he's got a belt, the symbol of like the organization on it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, across the board, they've just got really good designs in these films, and he's just yeah. I would say he's pretty much perfect for me in that in that costume. Same, because obviously, of note, you also have the um, I can never remember his name, but the guy with the blades. Oh yeah, yeah, he's he's pretty he's great. great. Yeah, <laughs> and the obviously the costume for Abe Sapien is yeah pretty top notch. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I, I was done. Unless, unless you had anything you wanted to add on the end. Eh, not really. It's the perfect suit. <laughs> perfect, perfect Hellboy yeah, suit. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, that, that sort of yeah. brings us brings us to an end. Yeah. So I do it now then. <clears throat> yeah, go for okay. it. Okay. Uh, so thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, if you have any opinions, if you agree or disagree, let us know. Have a, a comment or you know leave a leave a message if you want to on the Instagram account. Uh, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed. Before we go, I just want to remind you again, we do have an Instagram account at Marvel Cinema Podcast, where we do reviews during the week and a weekly podcast. Uh, we also have a, a Twitter account at Cinema Marvelous. We do the same thing over there. Uh, reviews during the week and a weekly podcast. Um, but yeah, feel free to leave a review or comment or share it with your friends or whatever you want to do. We're happy. <laughs> um, Bring it our yeah. way. So I'm going to go see Suicide Squad later today. Um, Wish, wish me luck I'm, I'm really excited for it good luck uh, <laughs> I think you'll enjoy it yeah I, I think I will too yeah um, but yeah thanks for listening and goodbye yep thank you very much bye bye